Welcome to Disney My Way, your home for all things Disney. Here's your hosts, Blaine and Cheyenne. Hey everybody, welcome back to Disney My Way, episode 18. I'm Cheyenne Taylor. And I'm Lane Vivkoven. And this week we are going to be talking about our favorite Animal Kingdom things. I'm Ooh. very excited this week. I love Animal Kingdom. We were just there not too long ago, and that was our favorite park this trip. It was just so much fun. Lane, what do you think about Animal Kingdom? I have grown to love Animal Kingdom as I've gotten older, especially like kind of probably late high school going into college when I really started to like Animal Kingdom a lot. And if you listen to the episode where we ranked the Disney parks, Animal Kingdom is my current number two park just slightly behind Magic Kingdom. So I have really high expectations for it. But before we get into all that and we talk about our favorites and why they're our favorites, of course, we have some Disney news to share. So Lane, do you want to open up the floor with some news? Absolutely. I would love to. So this week, it was a couple of big things were announced. And one of these is probably bigger more to the diehard Disney fans than it is to everybody. But the other piece of news is really, really big for anybody that's going to be traveling to Disney soon. But we'll start with the news about Epcot. And if you know anything about the Epcot nighttime show, you know that they are currently going through a transition to a new show called Harmonious, which who knows when they're going to launch those again. But in the past, when they've done shows like Illuminations and things like that, there were things that, you know, would go out into the middle of the lake for the show and they would just kind of be there for the show and then they would get taken off. Well, now for Harmonious, there's going to be some new barges that are going to come in and they're going to be there kind of permanently. And so what they're going to do is during the day, they're going to have those barges kind of put on like a fountain type show, like just be kind of the daytime fountains to replace the ones they took out. And then at nighttime, those barges are going to be used for the Harmonious show. So that's something that I think is personally really cool. I think it's going to help with you know, all the changes that are going in Epcot because a lot of people were sad about the fountains being taken out. I think this will make a really, really cool effect on effect on Showcase Lagoon there to kind of tie it all together. Cheyenne, do you have any thoughts on this first piece of news? Yeah, I mean, I think that it is super cool that they're going to have them do fountain shows, you said. Like, yeah. also, is that called Showcase Lagoon? That's what the article that I pulled said. That's a very good and name. So I, I like I it think, a lot. I think that's what it is. But that big old pond, I yeah. think because some people can't stay the whole day, they can't stay for the nighttime shows. Like we did Epcot Forever before all this happened, like one of our very first trips to Disney, we stayed and watched Epcot Forever. And it was really nice, but there were a lot of people. And so I can see some people being like, you know what? It's just not worth it to stay. Um, But I do like that they're going to have those available throughout the day. I think that'll make them more accessible. And I think it'll also just be really cool to see them. Absolutely. And those fountains that used to be kind of right near the world of Coke and, and those things that were over there, innovations, they would do little shows throughout the day. And that was just such kind of like a big drawing point for a lot of people. They were, they were really cool looking fountains and they didn't just do, you know, standard, just, you know, water just going the whole time. I mean, they would shake it up. They would play some fun music that would choreograph kind of with the way the fountains were shooting out the water and stuff. So they've done stuff similar to this before, but I think this is just going to add a really cool thing for people to watch. And they, and like you said, Maybe for people who aren't going to stay all day, they'll at least get to see a little something. So I think it's going to be a great addition. But the probably the biggest piece of news that came out this week in regards to Disney and especially Disney World is the announcement that Park Hopper Passes will be returning in January of 2021. So yes. I'm so, so ready for Park Hopper to be back. I have missed yes. it so stinking much. You and 
probably everybody who's been to Disney World before. Now, if you don't know what we mean by Park Hopper Pass, this is essentially what it is. So with a Park Hopper Pass, you are able to bounce in a single day from park to park. There's no, you know, you're just going to Magic Kingdom and that's the only thing your ticket gets you into that day. No, you can start at Magic Kingdom and then in the past, at least, you could go to Animal Kingdom or Hollywood Studios or Epcot on the same day. So you didn't have to spend all day in the same park. You could go wherever you kind of wanted to based on what you wanted to do that day. Now, the system will be a little bit different because, you know, COVID still is around. So we still have some different rules in place. And Cheyenne, I don't know how much of this you got to read about this week or anything, but here's how the new park hopper system is going to work. So you will have your reservation for the first park you're going to go to that day. So say it was Magic Kingdom. So you have your reservation for Magic Kingdom. You have to go to Magic Kingdom first. Once you're in that park, you're in there and you've gone through check-in and all that. Then after you've been in there for a little while, then you can start to find availability for the other parks for the remainder of the day. Now, there will be a limited window that you will be able to go into. So I think the example I saw was like from 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. that afternoon was the window that this person could select to park hop to. And so it's going to depend on how busy the day is. So you might end up just being at one park the whole day if you can't get a reservation to another park on that single day. Or you could be able to go somewhere else, but it might just not be the park that you initially planned on wanting to hop to. So I would say you're still going to need to be really careful planning out your days just so you don't feel like you're trapped in one place. Like say you planned to go to Animal Kingdom one day with the anticipation that you can grab a park hopper to go to Magic Kingdom. Well, if Magic Kingdom's super booked that day, they don't have any availability that afternoon, then if you weren't expecting that and you're not very flexible with your plans for the rest of the day, then you might end up putting yourself in a box. So still be careful, but this is very, very exciting news that the Park Hopper Pass is coming back. It's just going to bring back, I think, a little bit of some normalcy for a lot of people, which right now is something that is very much needed. But Cheyenne, do you have any other thoughts you want to add to this? Maybe anything that you saw being pass holder? Anything you want to add? So it is really exciting. And I think it's going to be, you know, I don't want to say fun, but it's going to be fun. Like Trent and I did Park Hopper. I think we did it one time where we went to all, we went to three out of the four parks and my feet were blistered and bruised, but it's just so much fun. And with these COVID restrictions with the minimum capacity and the shorter wait times, even though they are getting longer, especially now that they've up to 35% capacity, you're just, you're done too early in the day. And so I think that this park hopper is going to be really helpful in helping you get the most out of your experience. Like you get done at Magic Kingdom, you say, okay, I have one more thing I want to do. And then I'm heading over to whatever park you want to go to. You check the availability. And I think they're going to do it safely. I think they're going to do it cautiously and slowly. But I think this is a good way to kind of ease into the process, I guess you could say. Yes, yes. And it's not going to be a perfect system. Like, it's going to probably take a while to get this all right. I mean, heck, it took a while before they got the original park reservation system working because I don't know if I've ever shared this story before, but when I was planning my August trip, I was up on the day that they said reservations were going live. They made it seem like it was just going to be an all out rush to go get them for the remainder of the year or whatever. And so I was up at like 5:30 AM the day that they were going to release because I was going to be right on there at six o'clock on the Disney website to get my reservations for my trip. And then the whole thing crashed because everybody was on there trying to get their park reservations. Oof. So it's going to take a while, I think, to iron out all the kinks in the system. And I think eventually they will, because now it seems like the reservation system is going really well. And so I think there is definitely a chance for this to get better. But let's not put 
like let's not just all be merry and so giddy that it's coming back because it's probably going to be a difficult process to learn at first but like you said eventually it's going to get to a place where it's just going to be so fun to go bouncing around again and so very excited about that news i know that was a big and something a lot of people were wondering about when that was going to come back and so i'm glad this is coming back um uh, some other people I've seen though are <laughs> you just can't satisfy everybody already asking about fast pass and stuff like that, which I have opinions on and I would love to share those someday, but that's not what we're going to be talking about today. So <laughs> we're going to move on from this. We're going to park hop, so to speak over to Stop. animal kingdom and talk about our favorite animal kingdom attractions. So the way Animal Kingdom breaks down, here are our different categories for today. We have Pandora, Africa, Rafiki's Planet Watch, Asia, Dinoland USA, Discovery Island, and then we picked a favorite restaurant in Animal Kingdom as well. So we're going to start with Pandora. And in Pandora, the attractions that are there are Avatar Flight of Passage, and Navi River Journey. So not a whole lot to choose from, but obviously two of the biggest rides that are in this park. And so Cheyenne, I'm going to start with you on this one. What did you pick as your favorite ride in Pandora? Avatar Flight of Passage is just so stinking good. Like when you're waiting in that line and you're like, this is taking so long. My feet hurt. It's hot. It's the very first ride of the day. There's so many other things I could be doing. But as soon as you get on that, it's so worth it. And I would get back in that line and wait all over again. It's just such a good ride. Yes, I am in complete agreement. I also picked Flight of Passage. There's a reason why I wrote it 10 plus times on my last trip. A, because I could. Because the line was so short for it and I could just loop it. And then B, because it just really is one of the best experiences you can have on property. I mean, it just is a very, probably one of the most immersive rides that you are on. I mean, when you're in that seat, I mean, you are just completely in the story the whole time. And so I love it. I remember the first time I wrote it. You know, it took a while to get on. And so I was really happy when I could just loop it this last time with five, 10 minute waits. That was a dream. And who knows if it's ever going to be like that again. So I was like, take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. Or because then it's going to start going back to those three hour wait times. I'm sure soon enough. So I'm glad that they got rid of that like pre-show where you have to stand there and they bio scan you. Like I understand it helps and like, moving it along but this last time when we wrote it you just you went through they gave you the little instructions you got on and it makes it seem even better and some of my favorite disney people i've ever met have been in the line for avatar flight of passage i don't know what it is people who are just at flight of passage are the best people but the river journey is also very good it's a very good water ride yeah, I was gonna we were I was gonna get into that real quick. I was gonna ask if you'd rode Navi River Journey, because I know some people will probably skip over it just because it's like flight of passage or bust when it comes to there. So what do you think about Navi River Journey and was this would you say that this is one of the better rides in Animal Kingdom or is it just one of those that kind of falls flat compared to other ones? If you're comparing it to Flight of Passage you're going to be disappointed. It's its own ride entirely. You get in this boat raft type thing and you literally just go through the forest and all of those like bioluminescent, like the algae and the mushrooms. And then there's like, I think it's the Navi shaman of songs. Yes. That you get to meet or whatever. It's just, it's calm. It's beautiful. And again, if you don't get to stay at the park late, that'll give you a good opportunity to see like what the park looks like, what Pandora looks like at nighttime, because the entire section lights up that bioluminescent. So this is a good way to get a little taste of that. But I do, I mean, I think you have to ride it at least once. It's one of those that you have to ride it just to experience it. And then if you never ride it again, I think you'll be okay. 
that's a really good point that you made about getting to see it and what it looks like at night. Because I know for me, I haven't stayed late enough at Animal Kingdom really ever to go over to Pandora and see it all lit up at night. That just was something I haven't been able to do yet. Um, either we just avoided that area because we knew the line was going to be super long for stuff or just because one of the common complaints is it gets super dark over there because oh they're reliant on, on the bioluminous. so scary, especially if it's so, rained at all. It's so slippery. Uh, I can only imagine that area really does get slick when it's been raining. But and of course, in Florida, it does that a lot. But yeah, you you hit it right on the head. Like if you want to see what it's like at night, that's a great ride to experience that on. And that shaman animatronic is one of the coolest things you will see at any Disney park. It is it's so good. Huge. And it looks practically real. I mean, you kind of wonder sometimes if it's a real person just sitting there. I mean, if you didn't know beforehand, you might think that. I thought opinion. it was real. So it's super neat. And it's de- like Cheyenne said, it's definitely worth riding once just to say you did it. I also did that one several times in August just because it was a good way just to kind of get off my feet and relax for a few minutes. So I enjoyed it. It's not one of my favorite boat rides at Disney because I feel like Disney has a lot of other boat rides that are just really, really good. But this one was is pretty good. We will now move on to Africa, though. And in Africa, we have a couple of different things to experience. We have Kilimanjaro Safaris, Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail, Wild Africa Trek, Wildlife Express. And then we have, formerly it says on here, but Festival of the Lion King, which has not yet Oh, no. uh, It used to be in Africa. Cheyenne, I kind of feel like I know which you might pick, but I'm going to let you say it yourself because you might surprise me. So what did you pick as your favorite thing in Africa? Okay. This is very difficult for me. Yes. I think as of right now, as of what is today, November 21st, 2020, Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. Listen, that could change tomorrow. But yeah. when we went last time, I had such an excellent experience. The animals, the keepers, the cast members, just being able to walk at my own pace, being socially distanced, and just getting to see all these animals, getting to talk to people about them and learn more about them and kind of just going about like, in a more nonchalant, like lazy way. It was just, it was wonderful. It was a perfect day. And I like how Gorilla Falls, you can go and there's lots of different animals that you can see and you can kind of go at your own pace. With like the safari, you're kind of at the mercy of the animals, first of all, but also your drivers. Like they have a schedule they have to stick to. And Mm -hmm. so if an animal is doing something really cute and you're like, oh, I don't want to leave. They're like, sorry, we got to go. There's another truck behind us. So that's, I'm going to stick with it. Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail. Well, that definitely surprised me a little bit because I know how much you love the safari. I love that dang safari. That is something that I feel like I haven't done as much of. I haven't just spent a lot of times on the trails there. I mean, I've been on them every now and again but now that i've kind of enjoyed animal kingdom more as i've gotten older like i said at the beginning i kind of want to go back and do what you were describing which is just kind of going through there just kind of having more of a chill experience you know something that's not a line that you're having to wait in for a long time or anything like that so i i like that choice though i think that's a really and talk to the keepers talk to the cast members They are so kind and they are so knowledgeable about these animals. That made my experience a thousand times better. Yes, absolutely. And I was going to, I was thinking about this too, as you were saying this, 
I know that we're both fans of the Animal Kingdom show that's on Disney Plus Mm -hmm. right now. Do you think maybe did that play any kind of an influence into maybe enjoying that attraction a little bit more? I actually hadn't watched the Animal Kingdom documentary thing until after this trip. Oh, okay. So going into this, that's where I learned that there even was this new documentary. They were like, oh, have you watched our Magic of the Animal Kingdom? And I'm like, what? And they were like, yeah, it features some of us. And like, I had no idea. I got to see one of the lions that was like featured on an episode six or something. So that's really cool. I'm sure now that I've, now that I can watch that, I'll go back and I'll be like, oh, hey, I was there. But I do wish that I had watched it before so I could kind of like keep an eye out for famous people. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, I was just kind of curious about that because I know that we're both fans of it. And so I know that for me, that's inspired me to want to do those things that you're talking about. Talk to more of the cast members there and those kinds of things. So just curious. And of course, if you've listened to me talk before about Animal Kingdom, mine's probably not going to be a surprise to you, but it's the Festival of the Lion King. I'm not surprised. We need it. We need it to come back. I mean, this is this show is just one that you can watch over and over again and you're just going to be just entertained every single time. I've still never seen it. You need to. I, I know, that I know Disney, right if you're listening, which you should be, bring back Festival of the Lion King. Put it on Disney Plus. Do something. Yeah, we we need it in some form or fashion. So, But it's so good. I miss it terribly and so i'm i don't want to spend too long on it because i'm going to get sad (laughs) lane's just gonna break down yeah no i i actually kind of will i like i just miss it so much it's just so good and it was so sad walking through africa and looking at the theater right just knowing it's just empty and nothing's going on so now i do i have a question bring her back yeah. So we were talking before the episode started, and you said you've never been to the Rafiki's Planet Watch. Yes. Is there a reason for that? I think it's just because we've just never gone and done it. Like, I don't think there was like a reason as like, no, it's stupid or, you know, <laughs> I we hate don't Rafiki. care about it. Yeah, we hate Rafiki. No, my mom's favorite character, I think, is Rafiki other than Mickey Mouse. I love so, that for her. So I'm surprised we've never really done it. But I, maybe it was, I think it's just one of those things, too. I mean, you have to get on a train and you kind of go a little bit out of the way from what I've seen. It is. It is. Before. So maybe that's why, just because we're in such a, you know, and of course, this is past Disney experiences, too. Is like, you know, we would be in such a big hustle to get from place to place and we wouldn't spend all day in Animal Kingdom, you know, before we would kind of only spend a couple hours there or we would come in later in the day and try to just get on the big rides and stuff like that. So I think it was more of a we just didn't go do it just because we just didn't really want to. It was, there wasn't like a particular reason why. But I know that you and Trent went there the last time you were there. And so I want you to talk about your experience there a little bit and just, you know, what you would suggest people do while they're there. Yeah. So this is my, um, chef's kiss. This is my honorary mention for the whole episode for my whole life. Basically you have to go to Rafiki's planet watch the conservation station. First you get on the train and you head over And you get to see some of the background, like the backstage area. You get to see Mm -hmm. where the rhinos and the lions and the elephants and the giraffe closets. What are they? Stables? I don't know. The giraffe buildings. Like you get to see all these buildings where these animals are staying. Um, And you get off the train and you get to go to conservation station and you get to see animals. We got to meet a... um, a Komodo dragon named Khaleesi. And they have a petting zoo there. 
They also have something called the animation experience. And so Trent and I got to draw with a professional, like it was a whole group thing where they give you the paper and the pencil and the board and you draw an animal from Disney. We drew Sheer Kaw. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Sheer Khan. Sheer Khan. Thank you. The Tiger King. Yes. LOL. Um, and it was just really cool. They give lots of little tips and um, they tell you like fun things about the animal, like that, you know, tigers have this or, or gorillas have this, like while you're drawing those. Um, but the conservation station also has the feeding. Like you can see the nutrition station. So like you can see what the baby rhino is eating. You can see what the ostrich is eating. And then they also, uh, they also have like spiders and bugs and stuff. I don't do bugs. We skip past mm-hmm. that part. They have these giant hissing cockroaches. Uh-uh. I live in Florida. I don't need that. But it's, they give lots of, because Disney was very into conservation. He was very into preserving animals and studying them in their natural habitats and bringing them into the studios and really getting to watch and see what they do and how they respond to things. But, you know, Disney has done so much for, you know, sea turtles and sharks and animals in Africa. They're getting caught in these traps. And so there's just so much learning that can happen there. And you don't even realize you're learning and it really, you leave wanting to make a difference. And so I'm sorry. I know I've talked a lot about it, but again, I could talk about this for the rest of my life. You have to go to Rafiki's planet watch. I think it was good that you explained what it was like and encouraging people to go, because it is one of those things that I think just gets passed by a lot, you know, and noticing last time when I was there, if it wasn't so late in the day, And I wasn't kind of in a rush to get to my dinner reservation that was at a different hotel. I thought about doing it because I had passed by the sign as I was kind of heading on my way out. And I think that might be kind of a problem with it, too, is it's kind of in a place where it just isn't super obvious. It really is. Like, it kind of just blends. And so unless you're kind of looking out for it, you're going to miss it, I think, a couple, like nine times out of 10. And so it is worth, I think, investing some time going out there. Of course, this is me also putting myself in this group. I need to go and do it at least once, like you said. So that is definitely something I'm adding to my list to do next time I go to Animal Kingdom. But I'm glad that you spent some time talking about it. And we're now going to move on to Asia. So Asia doesn't have too many attractions but it has some of the big ones like expedition everest cali river rapids the maharaja jungle trek i hope i said that is it's maharaja maharaja i was really nervous i was gonna mess it up and then up a great bird adventure which i can tell you i've definitely not done same sorry if that's your favorite no. Yeah, no, no. We we do not kick it with the birds <laughs> in, in the Van Verkoven household. So. so we're sorry, Up. You're probably definitely out. But some really good choices that are in Asia. Cheyenne, what did you pick? I mean, Expedition Everest is so good. And it's so scary. And that dumb Yeti that's like holding up the whole entire thing. The disco yeti. The disco yeti. And all those hair ties. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a good ride. I wouldn't suggest it if you have eaten or if <laughs> um, you're a big scaredy cat like me. But I think the reason why I like it so much is because you're so secure. Like it doesn't lift yeah. you up and like you're not sliding back and forth. You're literally just like, you're zooming. And so I really like it. I think it's really nice. I also put Expedition Everest as my favorite. We're so basic. For this one. Well, looking at the rest of the list for Asia, I I would say Cali River Rapids is probably on my least favorite. I've never done it. Yeah. 
I don't like getting wet. I, I don't want to get wet. I would not. I would not suggest it. I would never just lead somebody to ride that <laughs> ride. And then the Maharaja Jungle Trek. I don't know if I've really been on that one much. I've done some of the other ones, but I don't know if I've been on that. It's one. also so- very good. It's not as much as the Africa one, like the Gorilla Falls, but it is really mm-hmm. good. It has big cats and. Um, some really cute monkeys and there's like a little bat house you can go into. So, I mean, it's definitely nifty, but it's not my favorite that's there. Yeah, no expedition Everest definitely reigns supreme over this area. And quite honestly, I know it's probably not what most people would say is probably their favorite ride on all of property when thinking of things like fly to passage and rise of the resistance, but it is one of the most well themed rides of it any ride on property. Very good. Like just the thematic like storyline of it. I'm just I mm-hmm. fully agree. I hadn't thought of it that way because I was too busy peeing my pants the first time I wrote it. But now yes. that I've watched it or wrote it, I'm like, yeah, that's a whole storyline. And it's even cooler when you consider that Joe Rody who pretty much made all of animal kingdom. He went over to Asia and everything that's in that queue. He got from Asia. I had no idea. And he he put it in there. And a story that I heard, which who knows if it's true or not, but apparently there's a ladder in there that Joe Rody wanted so bad that he just told this lady that had the ladder. I will pay you whatever it's going to take to get that ladder. And she was pretty persistent that she wasn't going to sell it, but she finally gave in. And it was probably for some ridiculous amount of money that he bought it from her for. But yeah, he went over there and he handpicked everything that went into that area for that queue line. And so just walking through it, it just amazes me every I want time. You to just imagine how, how good it is. You're just living your happy little life. A man comes and is like, I want your ladder. And you're like, no, sir, I need that to hang up my Christmas lights. And he's like, no. I don't think you understand. I need this for my Disney ride. (laughs) She's like, what the frick is a Disney ride? (laughs) She's like, oh, the mouse. Ah, yes, Mickey. Yes. Yes. They're like real good friends. All right, well. But yeah, Everest is just one of the best. So it, I think it was a clear choice for Asia. I'm glad we agreed on that one. And now we'll move on to Dino Land USA, which looking at the list here, there is Dinosaur, Dino Sue, which <laughs> don't really know what that is, but that's on this list. The Cretaceous Trail. Also, I've never been on that. The Boneyard. The Kids Discovery Clubs, Chester and Hester's Dino-Rama, and then previously, which we also hope is going to come back, Finding Nemo, the musical. That's so Cheyenne, in Dino Land? Dino Land? Technically, yes. It's kind why of like right on in, the outside. Why is Nemo in Dino Land? It's not really... It's like on the path going to Dino Land. Oh, it's like in that in-between so, area. Yeah, I think it's just grouped in because it's the closest area to it, even though it's right across the bridge from Expedition Everest. So maybe you could have lumped it in with Asia, but it might have been too weird. There's to nothing quite as Asian as a clownfish. Asia. Yeah, so... Maybe that's why, but yeah. So Cheyenne, what did you pick for Dinoland USA? Um, I on my list, I only have Triceratops Spin and Dinosaur. So I didn't even know that okay. half of those I know that Dinosaur Land is the one with all the games on it, like the games, right? Yeah, uh Chester and Hester's Dinorama is Okay, the, I'm obsessed with that name with, with all the, the carnival stuff as scary as it is i really like the ride dinosaur like it scared me to bits and i still have the picture 
of like whenever the dinosaur, you know, does its thing. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody who hasn't ridden it. But oh my gosh, that picture still is hilarious to me. So like, I can only, I'll send it to you, (laughs) but it's just, it's a really fun ride. And it again is themed very well where you have to go back in time and like try and find this dinosaur and you keep finding all these dinosaurs and they're not the right one. And it's, it's just really cool. And so I would think dinosaur. Dinosaur is a very fun ride. It's one of those that it's one of kind of the few thrill rides, you know, that's in animal kingdom along with Everest. I think it's, those are probably the only two. I don't consider flight of passage, a thrill ride. Me neither. It's very good. And one of the best, but I don't consider it a thrill, but that one legitimately is just throwing you around, jerking you. It's almost like a chiropractor visit in a ride almost. So, but fun fact about dinosaur it was once sponsored by McDonald's. Hush your mouth. So as you, as you are going down into the area where you load on to the cars, if you look up at the pipes, there's a red, a yellow, and I think a white pipe. And those have the some chemical formulas written on there. And it's the formulas for ketchup. You're kidding. No, it is it is one of the coolest little things that they did when it was sponsored by McDonald's, and then they just kept it because they were like, "That's Why actually not? really funny." Like, we're not going to take that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But I did not pick dinosaur actually for this one. Once again, going back to my shows because I missed them. Finding Nemo the Musical was my choice for this. I just like Festival of the Lion King. I miss Finding Nemo. The musical. It was one of those at first I didn't know if I was going to like because Finding Nemo is a movie that I don't think is bad, but it's not one that I'm always rushing to go watch. And so I wasn't sure if I was going to like this the first time we sat down and watched it, but I actually ended up loving it. And I think it's one of the best shows at Disney. And I'm just, I missed it so much the last time I was there. I just wanted nothing more than to go sit and watch so that is show. it like and, um, original songs like i've never done it i don't know what what is nemo the musical so it's retelling the story of finding nemo but there are some songs that are original to just the show like crush has a song I love that's crush. really really good and so there's a few new things that they throw in there but it's it's retelling the story of finding nemo just in a more musical fashion which i think is why i enjoy it more than the actual movie because the movie doesn't have yeah, any which songs is strange it, it's strange so. that it's a disney movie that's performed so well that doesn't have any songs in it but yeah. that's a whole different thing oh yeah absolutely that's a whole other we'll episode probably do that on it. that's a new episode that's another episode that we'll have to do at some point but yeah dino land usa has definitely i think it's definitely going to go through some big changes they're getting rid of the primeval world which is something that was there for a long time. And I don't know if this is true, but I feel like a lot of people are saying that they might be just trying to get rid of that whole carnival area. So yeah, it just doesn't bring in as many people as I think they thought it would. So, and that's just not really a popular as much now. And it kind of, I don't want to say it lessens animal kingdom at all, It is, but it does seem like more, brand yeah it's more of a cop-out to a typical theme park if that makes sense like six flags has those you know those universal um yeah like most other theme parks have those and i just think there's something better they can do there so that's all i'm gonna say about that for today though because we still have a couple more areas to get to and next is discovery island And so Discovery Island is the first little area you walk into of the park. And so there's not like a ton there, but they do have It's Tough to Be a Bug, Discovery Island Trails, and then on this Wikipedia page, which we know is the source of all all good information, it says the Tree of Life. And probably because they have the nighttime stuff that's on there. So, Cheyenne, what did you pick as your favorite thing in the Discovery Island area? Okay, 
But have you been to the Tree of Life Garden? I don't think it's so. Very cool. So obviously, I'm going to pick the Tree of Life. Um, there's this part. I think you have to go. I think you can just go like whenever you walk in and they take your picture like at the front. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's a way to get to it there, but it's literally they have all those animals carved into the tree, right? But they also have those like wooden walls and it's also um, carved out of these giant wood walls, these giant wood blocks, more animals that you can like touch and take pictures with. And it's just really pretty. And it's so cool to be able to get up close and really see like, oh, that's a sloth. That's a walrus. Oh, I didn't see that ant there. Yeah, no, I think the Tree of Life is one of the coolest icons of the Disney parks. And what I mean by that is thinking about like Cinderella Castle, Mm -hmm. the Epcot Ball, and then the... Then the Chinese theater, I guess, is technically what um, Hollywood Studios, quote unquote, icon is now. It used to be the big hat that used to be there, the big source for Mickey's hat, but then they took that out, sadly. So that's not it anymore. But the Tree of Life, I also picked as my favorite thing in this area because looking at the list once again, the trails are cool there, but that tree is just one of the best parts of any Disney park. And then if you thought I had some opinions on the great movie ride, it's tough to be a bug as another one on my list of things. I why, can go on about why. It's why do people so like bad. that? Nobody knows. Nobody okay. But knows. also so, the wilderness explorers. I want to be a wilderness explorer. Like you get to oh, go yeah, around. To, can I? I'm 23 definitely. years old. But like all it. those, you, you all those kids you. running around. Looking adorable as heck. And they're like going all these little booths and they're getting to explore. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. There was a dad when we yeah, went who had a um, little safari hat and he had about five kids and he kept saying, come on, explorers. And like they were just straight up having the best time. And I was like, I want to join their group. That is really cute. But I just think, man, if I was to like rank the icons, which maybe that's something we can do later. I mean, it would be really hard for me to pick between because I think Cinderella's Castle would probably top my list. But man, it'd be really hard to choose between this one and the Epcot Ball for me just because. The Epcot Ball has a ride in it. That's so cool. Yeah, that's true. And it's better than what the Tree of Life has under it. Which is, it's tough to be a bug. Is that what's under so, there? Yeah, that's what How what's did under, I not know the, that? Under the tree of life is the, it's tough to be a bug theater. So, yeah, I guess with the ride inside being better, you maybe could, but I think that could be a good future episode freaking, topic. So freaking hate it bugs. As it is. Why would as I want to so, watch a show all about how tough it is to be a bug? It's tough to live with bugs. Where's my show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ugh. we're, we're going to change I have it the up. Once again, if you're listening, Disney, if you're listening, we're gonna we're gonna pitch this. To you <laughs> it's tough to live next, with bugs. It's tough to live with bugs. Oh man! But now we're gonna go on. So I think that's the. Oh no, wait, restaurants. Yes, that's oh, the last yeah. thing we have talked about with Animal Kingdom before we move on to what our Facebook friends had to say. So for restaurants, this might be a bit of a shocker because I think a lot of people know how much I love Satuli Canteen. I actually picked Tusker House, which is not available to go to right now. But Tusker House is one of the best places to go get breakfast. That's character dining, in my opinion. It's got really, really good food. And I just love the theming of it. And I think the characters are dressed really cool there and so i've always loved tusker house and i don't know it's in africa it's kind of on the way to kilimanjaro's you you pass by it going to kilimanjaro safaris or going to the animal or the festival of the lion king show so 
it's kind of right there in that little shopping area. It's kind of hard to see. It's kind of hidden in the back, but it's super cool. And I hope they bring that one back soon. So hopefully they will. Yes, Tusker House. T-U-S-K-E-R. I like that. Sounds delicious. Hoping, hoping to go back sooner than later. Cheyenne, did you pick a restaurant for Animal Kingdom? But I don't want you to be mad at me. It's not Rainforest Cafe. If Rainforest Cafe is your favorite restaurant at Disney, you I hope I don't offend you, but you have to be below 12 years old. (laughs) Um I really like Restaurantosaurus. Okay. I know that it's the like, I don't want to say quick service, but like you go, you use your mobile app. And um, it is quick service. Oh, what is and it's like the chicken fingers or the chicken sandwich and the hamburger. And like we've talked about before that, like when you're at Disney, that might not be your thing. But since I'm so new to Disney, I just want a quick meal and I want to get back to rides Mm -hmm. and attractions and peeing my pants, you know, in front of a Yeti. Um, And so. I just, Restaurantosaurus was really good. I wasn't expecting it to be that good. It is one of the better quick service ones that more people tend to go to. And for some reason there, people say the chicken nuggets and the fries, I guess probably because it used to be sponsored by McDonald's too, taste more like the McDonald's chicken nuggets and fries. I don't know. I haven't been there in a while just because like I said, I kind of like in you mentioned this as well. It's not my kind of restaurant that I want to go to now. I would rather go to a Satuli Canteen or a Yak and Yeti and get something the different. Yak and Yeti's also than chicken very nuggets good. and fries. Yes. So it's just one of those deals of I don't know if I would go there, but that's okay. If you like it, then you go for it. You know, I'm sure Thanks, other pal. people would agree with that too. So we will now go to our friends on the Facebook page. And if you want to be a part of the next discussion we have, you can look us up Disney My Way podcast on Facebook and click to join the group. So we asked what our Facebook friends favorite things about Animal Kingdom were. My mom, Disney Dana, said the shows. So you can see where I get it from. She says, hope they can come back soon and put a heart. So Yes, we are all hoping that those will come back very soon and we can get back to loving them. Uh, Your husband, Trent, our main man, said definitely the animals loved getting to know all about them. And that goes back to what you said earlier, Cheyenne, about the Gorilla Falls Trail. Just getting to talk to the cast members. I know he really loved that. That was something you really enjoyed. So I agree. I think the animals and just them being at that park is something that's super cool and super unique. And it's not just a zoo. Like, I think a lot of people have that opinion, but it's not a zoo. It's way more than that. So Trent loved that opinion. Our friend Rebecca said the, the Kilimanjaro Safari is a big favorite of hers because she gets to see the elephants. As it and should I agree. be. I love elephants. And then she says it's tough to be a bug. Are you also serious? A special place in Rebecca. My yes, I'm You not had lying. me in the first half. Rebecca said that. Not Is she lie. 12? I had no idea she was 12. Wow. Happy birthday, no, Rebecca. She's not 12. Hey, don't. Rebecca is a sweetheart. <laughs> don't make fun of Rebecca on here. Rebecca, that is okay if you like it's tough to be a bug. It's not our cup of tea, obviously. Um, but we, we will love let you, you Rebecca. Somebody, I guess somebody has to, somebody has to support it. So Rebecca is going to support. She can have the whole theater all to herself. All those bugs. Yeah, she can take my spot. She can always have my spot in line for that. I will give that to her. And then Myra went in pretty deep on this one. She gave several different things here. So for a ride, she said flight of passage. She said it is the best ride experience, sight, sound, feel, smells, totally Preach. immersive, which I agree. She, for food, she put Flame Tree Barbecue, great barbecue with big portions, and you can eat outside, which is one of my kind of tips to people if they're going there with maybe bigger families or stuff like that. 
you can go to Flame Tree, and we've done this before with my family. You can just get maybe one or two plates, which I know sounds not like a lot, but there's a lot of food that comes on it, and you can share it with a family. Are they that big? Or wow, mm -hmm. I've heard it was really good. Yeah, it comes with a good size, like sometimes chicken or ribs or stuff like that. So it's very easy to split among big groups. So I agree with that, Myra. I love Flame Tree. For character dining, she also said Tusker House. So me and Myra agreeing there. For a show, she said Lion King with some sad faces. Oh, bless it. her. We, we hope it is coming back so soon, Myra. Then for a treat. She said soft serve in the food truck by Everest. So I haven't had that. I see a lot of people getting it though. So soft serve ice cream or the night blossom drink in Pandora, which I totally agree with. I've gotten those now pretty much every time I've been to Pandora, the last couple of times I've been, I've gotten the night blossom what drink is it? from there. It is like a slushy drink with like, it's like a pear flavor and like an apple flavor. And then they put these little beads that are like fruit flavor huh. in it that are like almost like a gel bead type of thing. And it's but they're really, edible? really good. And it, that's really cool. They're edible. Yeah. Because they're like, they're like squishy. Like boba. Like they, you can just chew them. Yeah. It's super good. Would highly suggest it. And there isn't, if you're into alcoholic beverages there's also an alcoholic version of it with some rum added into it so if that's your cup of tea you can get that too i did think about trying that one as well but just didn't and then she said hidden gem you'll like this um cheyenne she said rafiki's <gasps> planet watch the train ride to the petting zoo as she called it and then the educational part of taking cool. care of animals so so thank you to our Facebook friends who reached out to us. That was very yeah, fun. And we love like our I said, Facebook friends. If you want to join our next session, yeah, join our Facebook community. It's a lot of really fun people who love Disney, and we share everything going on the podcast there. So join us, if you will. You can also follow the podcast at DMW Pod on Twitter and at Disney My Way Podcast on Instagram to also get information there as for me personally if you want to follow me you can follow me at lane the main on instagram or at lbv97 share with me your favorite things about animal kingdom if you didn't get a chance to do that on the facebook group and tell me what you think is cool and what your favorite part about animal kingdom is cheyenne where can the people find you so you can find me on instagram at she underscore y underscore Anne. And you can find me on Twitter at Cheyenne Taylor. All right. Well, that's going to do it for our episode today. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you don't mind, leave us a like and a subscribe and let us know what you think and what maybe we could be doing better, what you like about the show. We would love some feedback just so we can get better and we can continue to march on because we're almost nearing 20 episodes of the podcast, Ooh. which is awesome. And pretty soon we're going to got something big. We kind of mentioned this on the last episode. We are thinking about having a contest pretty soon for a giveaway. So we'll be giving some more information as we get closer to the 20th episode. And hopefully here soon, we will be sending out some really cool stuff for you guys. But until next time, I hope you guys have a magical rest of your day and we'll see you again real soon. 